Hello, folks. This is the Samurai Who Talks podcast with me, the Samurai Who, talking to you. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about escaping the corner. So, I'm not particularly a uh, practitioner of martial arts. But I believe this saying, the corner, comes from boxing. Basically, the corner is not where you want to be. In a fighting game, which I'm a little bit, like slightly more attuned to and familiar with uh, you don't want to be in the corner that's where your options are limited and you are almost entirely on the defensive and basically you are trapped in a fighting game in a 2d fighting game the corner is actually edge of a screen be it the left side or the right side and basically in that position you are both trapped in a game of reactions you don't have command of the it's not your turn to really fight you have to really watch pace yourself you're going to take a lot of damage and if you get hit the punish will be heavy So why do I bring this up? Why do I bring this concept of the corner and escaping it up? Because I have been feeling like I've been trapped in a corner. I've had seven years to get out of it, and I've only gotten out of it after seven years. Uh only to fall back into the corner multiple times. But I'm getting better at it. I'm trying to get myself familiar with escaping it. And I'd like to mention some notes that I've been uh, working on and some comments. Because basically, what I'm talking about specifically when I'm referring to the corner is like, not necessarily actually an altercation um, but of uh, being trapped and cornered in your own mind because I'm I feel like I at times have let other people corner me into my own mind and also I've cornered myself in my own mind setting things up so that I would fail. Because in reality, what you want to do is try to set it up, so set things up so that you always win. Right? And that's something I took from uh, one of the people that I've been uh, listening to, trying to learn from, uh, specifically... uh, is it what's his name uh daniel bork 
Bork. Uh, he in one of his videos he he's uh, one of the uh, practitioners of machine learning and one in one of his videos he mentions uh, six techniques to help him uh, study machine learning five days a week and one of the things is setting up a system to always win and that was one of the key things that you need to think about. And that's one way of escaping the corner, which is to never get in the corner. But inevitably, you will be in the corner. You need to figure out how to get out. I guess I've been watching too many spy movies and uh, Infiltrator. And uh, I watched The Infiltrator with, uh, what's his name? Brian, uh, the Breaking Bad guy. Why is his name escaping me right now? Uh, but yeah, just with a C, I think. Anyways, you want to always have a, a way of getting out of the corner because at times the the only way to learn how to get out of a corner is to be in the corner. Right, it's it's the same way as uh, learning martial arts. You have to practice things with carefully, low risk, uh, so that you train yourself for the real deal when things actually hit the fan. And basically, what what we're trying to do when we're escaping this corner is try to distance ourselves from the situation. One of the ways we can do that is always keeping in mind that there is a way out. Even if it's not obvious, even if it's not immediate, even if you're staring at it for a while, there is a way out. Because I recall, I, I don't remember who said it, <clears throat> but I remember that there was a phrase that whenever you enter a place, any place, a room, always know how to leave. Always have an exit strategy. It's the same as uh, having a, being in a company. That's one of the things I've learned from watching people who have long careers at companies, um, but who are unfulfilled, they didn't. Ha they they worked so hard to get in that they never thought about getting out, and so they figuratively and literally were trapped in the corner, and still are in some cases, and the cost of breaking out is so. The fear of the unknown consumes them. And so the company, in a sense, boxes you into a corner in your mind, in your life, in your workplace, everywhere. I wanted to mention this because I was kind of boxed in a corner on my way to work, uh, 
Because when you're going to work, you're commuting or whatever. If you're not lucky, you um, maybe I'll join you in the future uh, when when I build something up that's worth something. But the reason is because when I was driving to work, I drive. I've I've been driving the same route for a while now, but there was an accident on the way to work, uh, and the road that I usually take was blocked, and I just didn't know what to do. And I'm not the best driver in the world. I'm I'm gonna commit to that for now. Uh, ideally, I'll get better and better, but. It was night driving, it was in the rain, and I was on a road I was unfamiliar with. And I kinda just, I just kept moving and I trapped myself on the road basically, not knowing where to go. And then, and then I found a place and I just found out that I just needed to stop go like not literally stop in the middle of traffic obviously but like turn and park somewhere and just breathe pull out google maps and be like okay how do I get to work okay that route that you're saying google I tried that and doesn't work okay so you need to finesse it you need to work with it, you know, work with what you got. Try to figure out, hey, okay, I'm trapped. I don't know what to do. How can I do this? Take the steps slowly, just think, okay, what can I do here? Okay, so, okay, I got Google Maps. I don't know this road. I'm going to trust you, Google, here, and... uh I got like 10 minutes until I'm late and it takes 8 minutes to get there. So I was incredibly lucky as well. Okay, I'm 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 going to be quite clear here. I was very lucky as well. But I went on the highway at night in the rain and I somehow made it to work because I I had to break free of the corner that I was in. I was basically stricken with fear, with anxiety, and it was just all-consuming. And basically, the thing I needed to do was break out of it. Once you break out of it, you can start doing your list of things to do next, try next, and whatnot. Because if you don't break out of it, you don't distance yourself, you're going to get destroyed. You're going to get overwhelmed and you're just going to fall apart and you're not going to be able to do anything. And for that moment, you know, that task I was in, that situation, it was a lot of like, uh, you know, crossing fingers, but also believing that, okay, if this doesn't work, what do I do next? If this doesn't work, what do I do next? Not thinking too far ahead, but not thinking too close. There's like this uh, sliding window of purview, 
you know. And just being as active as possible. Just thinking. Because if we don't escape the corner long term, right, as I've mentioned before, you might get, your life might be in someone else's hands. You might burn out, you know, you might push yourself too hard. But if you're letting your life be in someone else's hands, you'll be manipulated. And the worst case scenario, you lose yourself, your identity, your independence. I'm not talking about freedom here. I'm talking about independence, right? Because freedom is kind of ambiguous. Freedom from what? Independence is the ability to rely on yourself and not depend on another necessarily. Right. Because <clears throat> I've I've been there a lot. I've been there a lot, and it's a very difficult thing to balance. Imagine you're stopped by. So this has happened to me. And I'll talk about my different experiences. So, before COVID, there was, you know, the era of, like, people just randomly stopping you in the middle of the street for no reason. People you don't know. They're like, hey, come buy my thing. Or, like, um, hey, I, I'm selling this good or something like that. And uh, as a kid, you know, so, like, kid as in, like, high school. Right, uh, basically, non-adult is a kid, and I I'm a little bit older than a kid, I will say, but as a kid, I was approached by people, and basically, you know, uh, what is it? So, one of them would be the church ladies, right? Church ladies. You know, they're old, and you, you don't want to be rude. Basically, they give you the whole spiel about religion. So, it's my opinion is that, just to be frank, uh, religion is an individual thing. People need to find it for themselves. I understand and respect people who want to preach, but for some people, they already have a religion. And preaching another religion might be um, not necessary, not necessarily the message that that person needs or wants. So it's a thing you have to respect if you're going to do preaching to someone. But um, besides that, uh, I've basically i would just the moment i open the door and see old ladies and they're just talking about religion i just stand there and accept that i will lose the next half an hour or an hour of my life or something like that 
and that is allowing yourself to be in the corner and basically the only way you escape is just basically the other person lets you off that's not a good way of living your life letting someone not respect you not respect your time It also means that you also don't respect your time. Not necessarily that you don't, but that you didn't take the actions to protect your time. There was another incident where um, there was a guy who was scamming people at a, uh, a uh, weekend market, Saturday market. And, uh, you know, for the, uh, so this is opinionated. I, I do respect people who, uh, struggle. I, uh, understand people struggle, but, uh, don't put an affront, right? If you're gonna ask for money, right? Please be honest. It's insulting to me. When someone says they need a little bit of change to, uh, for for a bus ticket, and the bus ticket is like a couple dollars, maybe not even. And you see that person go around, and you're like, "Oh, okay." And then they go up to you, and they're like, "Okay." Uh, so they do the whole spiel, and then they try to corner you. And then you give them money and then they go just to the next person and then get money from them. And it's like, there's no way you needed just money for a bus fare. And then I got manipulated. Again, this time it was monetary and it was insulting me because I was in front of my friends. I got them to go away, but on their terms. And this doesn't mean that I would say be aggressive, be whatnot, but be straightforward, right? Understand how to escape this corner because this is how con men, this is how people, for example, customer service might respond to you. Be respectful. And if you're respectful, you need to be as clear, transparent as possible. Be free to interject and intercept because you have a finite amount of time they have a finite amount of time you need to get things done they need to get things done some of your values are not necessarily aligned but you need to escape the corner that they try to put you in you need to avoid it at all costs. So another incident happened a couple years later. I was with a classmate and a very similar situation occurred with the uh, a guy asking for bus fare. And it was clear that he got enough fare. So I, I don't understand 
why he was asking for more and more and more, right? So, I don't respect people who lie. I know everyone has those, you know, those um, moments when the truth is bent. But this is plain to see this type of character, his actions. It was clear. And so, in, and he approached my classmate and I, and then tried to do his spiel and I immediately interrupted. It was disrespectful for him to approach my classmate who I was with in a conversation, interrupt us asking for money. And this time around, I grew some balls. One could say. Now, uh, I I respect uh, that women can be also this. Uh, I've I've heard the phrase applied to women as well, because women also get pressured into these situations as well, and they finesse the corner differently, I suppose. But sometimes a direct approach also works. Uh, but it's much more. I recognize that it's much more difficult for women because of the certain situations they encounter, much more complex. But in some cases, like these situations I'm outlining, it could be the same. And sometimes they might have an advantage, especially when it comes to security in crowds. And so, use the tools you have to escape the corner. And so, in this case, it saved my friend time and face. And they didn't need to be... And it saved both of us the trouble. Because the moment you say no to these type of people, it's it's easier to say no to the next thing that... If, because this, you know, as a sign of disrespect, you can just say no to that. Because that insults you, right? That is an attack on you. That is an entrapment and ensnarement. And you just need to dodge and weave and get out of the corner. And realize that they're trying to put you in a corner, in an uncomfortable situation. I noticed that in Asia, this type of bullshit doesn't happen. People give no no fucks at all. You know, if you're going to try to put someone in a corner, they just punch you out, man. N- not literally, but uh, sometimes. But it you got to be quite clever. Basically, they try to outwit you instead of putting you in the corner. They try to put you in a witty corner, I suppose. They try to put you in a maze instead of the corner. But I digress. And then there was another one where me and my friends, we were out on a day to enjoy ourselves. And then a um, a person, an individual, who brought her children, her child with her, began preaching the gospel to my friends who are already religious 
and just kept talking to them for no reason. Just needed to praise the word of whatever deity she was saying, and did not respect our time. And I interjected. Unfortunately, in this case, there was an argument, but you got to know the line that these people are willing to cross, and that line is defined by you. They brought the situation to you. They made the situation and put you in it. I'm not advocating to be aggressive, but I'm advocating to for you to know and respect yourself. Get out of the corner. Know when they're trying to put you in the corner, and make sure you don't lose yourself. Create space. Breathe. Understand what you're facing. You're gonna be dealing with incomplete information. Nothing's perfect. Make that mental list. Be prepared to go nuclear if necessary. Flight is better than fight. It might look cowardly, but no one gets hurt. You know, it might hurt your pride. But you got out of the corner. And one way of dealing. So I mentioned customer service before. <clears throat> This is where the corner is the strongest, in my opinion, in、uh, daily American life, right? Besides the religious stuff and the.、Uh, um, Con artists and whatnot,、um, or cons, I suppose. Nothing artistic about these guys. The most common is customer service. So, customer service, you're entering a corner, right? But like I said, whenever you enter a place, you always need to know how to leave. So, in the past year, or two years actually, I've been talking to customer service <clears throat> practically once a week. This company or that company or whatever, and it's been a frustrating and educational journey. Basically, the best tip I can tell you is be respectful, because if you can show respect. If you can keep saying thank you, you know, being clear, crystal clear about what you want, understanding what this person can do, you need to basically what this podcast is about. You need to know your audience. Well, first of all, know what you want to do, know your audience, and if they can actually, in this case, your audience would be the service、uh, representative, the customer service representative. And if they are able to actually do what you need to, if not, can they help you find that person?
right? Find your audience. And be clear, concise, and respectful. If you yell at them, suddenly the, the chances of you getting your the task done is very low. Because basically, instead of entering the corner and exiting the corner, now you're entering the corner guns blazing. Even if they're frustrating you, right? Basically, if they frustrate you, when it comes to customer service, the nuclear option is to hang up. Because this process is in your mind. You're literally hearing it in your ears. You don't see the person on the other end. You have no idea what they look like, what they're doing. Other than trying to help you. And if they're not helping you, you need to find the right person to help you. Now, in this day and age, there's less and less customer service and more robots and FAQs, you know, or AI bots or AI assistants. But still, you need to understand how to communicate, how to enter the corner and leave it and escape it because you need to make sure you're dodging all their, you know, package deals or whatever, their bundles and get what you need. It's awkward. It's frustrating. takes time. But if you're respectful if you know your audience, if you know what you need to say, you can escape the corner in in this case and get the job done, win the match. Otherwise, if you come in and you start punching, you know, you'll be punching air. And once you collide with something, Oh man, it's going to be pretty hard the next time. Because they'll remember. It's like a hive mind. They'll start marking you for in whatever system. And they'll be like, okay, this is a rough customer. you know. And basically, you'll just get the elevator music. And even if you're respectful, right? You, okay, you, you might say that, right? Yeah, I I was respectful. I was, you know, clear. I was, but I got the elevator music still. The crappy elevator music with tons of noise. Sometimes delay. What do I do then? My tip for you and I, I, I've spent dozens and dozens of hours on customer service lines. You got a phone. You can probably put two, do two apps at the same time. Play a game. Do something uh, fun. You don't have to always be productive 100% of the time. That is very unlikely. Okay. 
The sooner you accept that, the more work you can get done. That's something I need to learn as well. Because if you're focused on all these attributes, all these concepts, all these, it's very hard to escape the corner. You need to limit yourself. You need to understand what works, what doesn't, and set your scope and scale correctly. Because if you're like, okay, my, my light punch can beat out his fireball and her kick has a recovery on this um, Tatsu or something like that, Dragon Punch, then you keep thinking like uh, all their moves and then all your moves and you're trying to do all that math. Yeah, sure, you're you're going to figure something out, but you're, you're going to be taking hits while you're doing it. So you need to keep, keep on your toes, but also set your scope. Know You know what you know. And so the best option to enter the corner is to be prepared for the worst case scenario. And when it comes to customer service, unlike the other scenarios that I mentioned, they're there to help you. Of course, they're trying to sell a product, right? But they're trying ultimately to help you. Because a happy customer is a good customer and probably a long-term customer. But then again, if they stop helping you when their service degrades, you need to learn to get out of the bigger corner. Because where customer service is there to keep you in their sphere, their corner, don't get trapped in the problems corner. But then if the problem persists and keeps getting worse, you need to learn to escape that corner, that company's sphere. So I know that ISP is difficult, right? But at times you need to just break free. You just got just accept the suck. Sometimes on principle. But sometimes to get something actually better. And so check yourself. Make sure you're you know where the corner is. You know that what happens when you enter it. You need to know how to leave it. So that you can safely navigate the fight and win. So for this week's episode. The artist that I'm featuring is Joel Guerra. He makes some fun art. I like his characters. Fun, goofy characters. And you can find him on Twitter at Joel Guerra 
So that is uh, Joe Guerra C on Twitter. Uh, so that's spelled J-O-E-L-G-U-E-R-R-A-C. And I think recently he released something uh, for one of his characters, Anna, I think. Yeah. Check him out. And the musical artist that I'd like to feature is... Uh, Pay Money to My Pain. So it's a Japanese group. And the track is Rain. Uh, I remember listening to this track almost, wow. Nine years ago. Wow, it's nine, ten years ago. Time sure flies. Yeah, it's it's a it's a heavy track, but I hope you enjoy it nevertheless. It's a fun song. The band I don't think really exists much anymore, but uh they have uh some impactful songs here and there. Uh I haven't listened to too much to be honest, but Rain is one of my favorite tracks from them. So, hope you check uh, Joel out and uh, pay money to my pain or PTP. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day, uh, night, morning, sundown, sunset, sun up. Keep your chin up. Be safe. See ya.